It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. Uh, we're talking Max Homa's win at Riviera um, over Tony Finau again in the uh, in the playoff. And we'll be looking at this week's WGC Workday Championship at the concession. Give you all the DFS picks, betting picks from that. And we'll have our segment from beating the bookie. Of course, you had that last week, a little taste of that, but we didn't introduce it. So let's get into it. Okay, let's go inside the ropes. Max Homa wins at Riviera playoff versus Tony Finau. I honestly thought Tony Finau might get it done the week before the Puerto Rico Open. Would have been such a good storyline. <laughs> Did not happen. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, it was, it was, it was still a good storyline. I mean, Tony Finau should have had no chance of winning this tournament. I mean, Max Homa had a, what, a three-foot putt on 18, hit an unbelievable approach shot, and he, he, he lipped it out. I mean, yeah. He, like literally the broadcast is like he was like oh i see it like left edge and the broadcast is like no it's straight and mm-hmm. he hits it left edge and lifts out on the left side so that's like the last putt <laughs> i watched like the whole that's the last one of the last shots i watched or like i turned it on for a little bit earlier and then i turned it on right at the end before that putt and like he was like smiling i thought he'd like made it already or something like that he was like smiling like cracking a few jokes with his cat he looked like and then he missed the putt i'm like oh my like you gotta be kidding me i mean this was a a fun tournament to watch i mean it it was was like it was a roller coaster at the end you honestly Mm -hmm. thought i honestly thought that it was gonna just be a wash because i was like oh sam burns is just like mucking this field right now just like just so good and then Mm -hmm. kind of like the end of that third round that was on like sunday morning ended up shooting like three over on the round and then what did he shoot two under on the round on on uh for the fourth round i think not good enough you played <laughs> you played well in the front nine the front nine played pretty well didn't he? yeah and then he just he, he fell apart yeah which was unfortunate to, un- to watch unravel i mean he's st- he still had a shot at the end he still had, uh <clears throat> so i don't know i don't know how long the break putt was at the end for him but i saw it was a chip chip ah okay yeah. i'll say i i saw his tee shot go into the rough and i knew he was down one i'm like okay still has a chance and then i just i, I didn't see it after that i was just so shocked by the max Homa thing i was just like and then i was like oh wow sam burns is right back in this i just assumed max Homa won it like I, right when he was hitting that shot actually like i was i was i was watching him line up and i just knew it was going to be good for some reason yeah, I was one of those. I mean, you got a feel for Tony Finau. I mean, he really can't catch a break. I don't think, like, somebody posted on Twitter, did Tony Finau lose that tournament or did he get beat? And I think he got beat. I mean, he should have lost yeah. in regulation. Like, he should have lost on 18 there. So. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, like, should have lost. Well, and, like, and, Homa, and, yeah. and Homa's shot on the playoff hole was... yeah. The tree was ridiculous. Absolutely. That's what I was gonna shot. get out next. I mean that yeah. like he he hit it like right up against a tree. I saw that and I was like, Oh, he's done. Like he can't you said, there's All right, no way. Yeah, I was like, There's no way he's <laughs> like hitting the, a good shot out of this. Like he's right up against the tree stump. Like it's probably gonna go backwards if he tries. Um yeah. and he just hits an unreal shot, which whatever. That's back to back days on number ten. He hit one out, I think, out of the bunker on the on the, in the third round. That was just a ridiculous shot. And he did it again in the playoff on 10. So he hit some insane shots this week. Yeah. He's yeah, saying and, and that. Great story that, with him. Uh, 
grew up in LA, went to this tournament years and years, like a dozen times, like Wanda every single time he tried to get a high five from Tiger. And then now Tiger's handing him a trophy as home, like his favorite course in the world too. That's a, it's just an awesome story. I mean, that speaking likes- of Tiger, Tiger looked, looked zapped during the end yeah. of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was um, like, uh, uh, the pictures like, looks like, looks like what Tiger would look like playing video games till 2 AM or something like that. Yeah. I think I posted on the Instagram story, like when Tony Finau like has the lead on 18 and it was that picture of Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the interview with Max Homa after when he said like city of champions, like Lakers, Dodgers, yeah, yeah. And then me, I was like, <laughs> that's a stretch. I mean, I, I got what he was like, what he was like. He's an LA boy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So like it made, it made sense. It was just like, it was so funny. It's like LeBron James, Clayton Kershaw, Max. Homa. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. Like, j- so people were like roasting him for that. It's like, oh, it's like a known no, he's it's just the Genesis. He like it's the Riviera, like the big tournament. Like it was, it was one of the better field fields. Like, well, the uh, the when he won at Quail Hollow at the uh, the Wells Fargo was the, like the best field that year, and then like this is the best field this year so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manny Mandabalionis like I mentioned mean, uh, that Max Homa for major I mean, this year. I mean, I mean, he's been due. He's been due for a win. Like he's been playing really well recently too. I mean, then... both are at major championship courses. Both of this yeah. year win. So like, mm-hmm. my guy's got a got a major in his future for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Really, to... uh, really, really tough week for Bryson and JT. Um, I picked Bryson I to here, win. I wrote in here more so for JT. JT like was way had a way worse weekend than uh, or week than uh, Bryson. Bryson actually shot two under on the second day. He just wasn't enough. Yeah, to... but like it was. I mean, we had Bry- Like I, I even read your I read your bets article. You liked Bryson too. Um, I had oh, Bryson I winning. Like that was like that was a big letdown. Because mm-hmm. like it looked like he would have played well at this course, but I guess not. I think I think he'll bounce back next week. I, I think JT will bounce back too. I mean, JT was dealing with the death of his grandfather, who he was very close with. Um, and mm-hmm. I I think his head wasn't in it this week. And like I mean, when 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 do you ever see JT shoot eight over? Like it doesn't it never happens. So I mean, Rory shot seven over too. Like there are big names shooting big numbers. This I week. mean, whatever. Saturday, Sa- Saturday was tough. So Saturday mm-hmm. I sent. A screenshot of the of the um like the scores to pat it was like plus two plus three plus seven plus six plus five plus four like all in the middle of the pack there and there's like a few guys that shot like two or three under which were like amazing rounds but like saturday like the conditions of the course and the conditions of the weather just like put it all together and everybody craziest thing i saw that whole day was keegan bradley's putt on 10 and he put it and just took like a 90 degree turn and rolled all the way off the green, like 40 feet away from yeah, the Yeah, I was, I posted that one on the Instagram story too. It was like, uh, like how's the wind out there today? Yeah. <laughs> Your buddy, like it's fine. And then the wind and his putts just, you got to be off the green. Imagine, imagine doing that. And the, the horn blows like five minutes later or something like that. You're like, I couldn't have blown, couldn't have blown yeah. 10 minutes ago before tough, I tough, put that. Tough for Keegan Bradley, uh, backers this week. Talk, yeah, talk about a, a bad beat for, uh, for Trev's like top 40 pick for Joaquin Neiman. Yeah, Joaquin Neiman like 80? got seven over on oh the God. day that uh on Saturday. Yeah. To go from like 
eight under to one under, and then he just played bad. He ended up, yeah, run. he ended up, he ended up T forty three or four, yeah, forty three, I think. So like right above him was like T thirty seven. So if he oh finished like God. if he finished one stroke better, he would have finished. And I would say I, I kept looking all week. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like Neen's gonna do well. He's gonna make the top forty, and then. You said it. I looked at his scores. I'm like, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, I did you played that and bad? Whatever, in the my last guy, Will Zalatoris, he like birdied out like the last three holes, um, and ended up finishing like t15 or something. Like, I oh like he God. was at like t27, so that's kind of like in the middle there. It's like if he bogeys like two holes, like he's out of this, right? And mm-hmm. he birdied like the last three holes. So good for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. good for well, and, and I just want to go on the t- Tony Finau, the stats. 37 top 10 since his last win, which is what 21 ahead of the next closest person. Mm-hmm. 20, 21 top fives, next closest 10, 10 ahead of the next closest person. Eight runner ups since 2017. I mean, Mr. Runner up, him and Sanders Shoffley, just one of them's finishing second and, every week. And sleep on Victor Hovland ended the Puerto Rico curse. Well, he won, but he hasn't. Nobody's won in the U.S. since the Puerto. That wasn't in the U.S. So mm-hmm. Nobody's won in the U.S. since they won the Puerto Rico Open. So now we're stretching it to that. Okay. Yeah, now we're stretching. We're, we're, we're going to stretch it as long as we possibly can. I mean, like Tony Fino's got to get one done. Like at some, he point. will. He will. He will. I just. I mean, he's, he's getting so this close. One, he came out of nowhere. I know exactly. He came out of nowhere. On- he did. He did. And he he did start. his job on he did his job on seventeen and eighteen. Like he he got out of a birdie yeah. and a par or par. I think so. Like, I mean, he he didn't lose it this week. I think he got beat. Yes, he did. Well, and he yeah he also didn't like he wasn't even supposed to be in the playoff in any way. If Maximum makes that putt, so right. Is there anything else we want to go over for Riviera? Or do we want to move into the People's Champ? Yeah, let's move into People's Champ. All right, so this week's People's Champ of the Week. It's uh, presented by Twisted Tea Impact. It's like a training aid. Uh, this guy reached out to us, and I was looking at the Instagram. Seems like a good thing to like use on the range. Um, it's hard. To, it's kind of hard to describe. It almost looks like a uh, like an L that sticks into the yeah, ground, like you, kind you of stick above one the ball. and one goes over the top of the ball, and like it like, makes you hit mm-hmm. them underneath the ball. And exactly, give you pretty and, like, good pretty results. Much, yeah, like you're not gonna thin it. It's gonna like more you know positive impact of the ball yeah pretty much it's a an easy compact way to uh improve your impact on the ball so yeah it's not gonna uh you know break the bank for you it's not like an expensive thing so uh yeah you can go to give him a fall on instagram yeah it's twisted underscore t underscore impact underscore aid follow him on instagram just a little something to use at the range uh so yeah i this this week's people's champ of the week i i uh was told this by my roommate this morning because we we're doing some research uh, so we can actually win at DraftKings one week uh, for once. Um, and so it's Jack Nicholas and Tony Jacklin are people's champs of the week. They created this course together at the, the, the concession um, in Bradenton, Florida. And they wanted to, they wanted to like host Ryder cups and majors. And, you know, they finally obviously get a good tournament for once. Um, mm-hmm. I think, what you said that NCAAs has been here, but that's about the it. NC, so like, the NCAAs has been there twice. Um, I think Bryson won in 2000, 2015. So, yeah. So like nothing like huge, no PGA tour events, like no, there's this week, there's nothing to to base your pick on, pick on like off of like a course horse or something. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason it's called concession is actually pretty cool. Um, in the 1969 Ryder cup, uh, Nicholas, like he hold out for par um, 
from like off the green. And then he gave Tony Jacklin a, like a, he gave him like a tough slider, like three footer. Cause he didn't think he'd miss it, but he also was like, I didn't want to give you the chance to miss it. So like, it's called concession. Mm-hmm. And it's Tony Jacklin was the one. It's who, a pretty cool okay. name to think like, uh, pretty cool story behind the name, but you, you don't really hear it that much. I feel like on PJ tour courses, like something like that. Yeah. The reason I, uh, like, um, would you rather, you know, give him that, 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 or don't give him that three footer and he misses it or have this cool, cool, like PGA tour course named after you kind of, I mean, knowing it was, if it was Jack Nicholas against this guy in a Ryder cup, I'm assuming Jack Nicholas won the event anyway. He's probably like, he was probably like cocky and just gave him the, like giving the putts to be also like, yeah. right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to win this event anyway. So I'm going to win this, I'm going to win this match anyway. It's also, well, I kind of like, go with the concession, like the tour, uh, there the golf course name then gets pretty cool. It's kind of baller to just like be like, yeah, that that's good. After you just hole out, mm-hmm. yeah, it like, is. And, yeah, <laughs> savage. Take it. So For and sure. then and now there's the concession named after him. Which is yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's move into the stat of the week. Okay. So stat of the week, we got two this week. Um, I'm gonna start with Max Homa since he won this week. So um. During the week, Max Homa was pretty good inside five feet, I would say. Um, he was actually 55 for 56 on putts inside five feet until he reached the 18th green um, and couldn't make that putt, that three-footer to win. And then on the first playoff hole, he couldn't make a four-footer to win. But then he uh, still ended up winning. But 55 of 56 inside five feet the entire week, and he missed the two like most important ones. But he still won. Um, you know, and then... I'm, I'm- I'm gl- I'm re- I'm glad he won even after missing those putts. That would have been so bad. <laughs> yeah, he would have been he would have been so he would have been devastated too. Except that that would have been the way that Tony Finau got his his yeah. next PGA Tour win. Like that's just the way it's gonna happen. Um, the other stat of the week, uh, Dustin Johnson. He's he's been really hot this year, as you know. Pretty histor- historic year, um, I guess. Um, so Dustin Johnson hasn't shot over par on a Sunday round since the 2020 Genesis Open a year ago. Um, this Sunday, and he was plus one in that round this Sunday, 2021 Genesis open Dustin Johnson plus one on Sunday. So not his place. It's kind of weird stuff. I'm, I just want to raise, how is that possible with the U S open? Didn't he play in it on a Sunday? Mm. Oh, on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yes. On a Sunday. Gotcha. Okay. I guess he played. Well so on he, he's it's been, like- a, he's been a closer on every tournament. Like he's been under par every Sunday for a year. And then, and this Sunday again at the Genesis, also plus one, and like it's plus one. Plus one's not a terrible round. Yeah, no, especially at the Genesis. So that I just tells yeah. you how good uh, Dustin Johnson's been this year. One over at the Genesis is four under at the Rocket Mortgage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's that one? Called? Is that called Detroit Country Club or something? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, think so. Not the, not the hardest course. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's get into skins. Uh, with the, in the course preview and everything, but first a little word uh, from Roback. You probably noticed us wearing some new Roback merch over the past few episodes, whether it was uh, the hat both me and Jake are wearing right now. Trevor has one as well. A pullover or a collared shirt. We're partnering with Roback in 2021, and we couldn't be more excited. So head to the link in our bio, add the Roback merch you want, and you'll get 15% off just by using the link. So enjoy and crave activity. 
skins. All right. So the course preview this week, we have the WGC workday championship, which is usually the WGC Mexico championship, I believe. Um, since cause of COVID-19, they moved this tournament. So we're playing at the concession golf club, which, uh, Pat gave us that little tidbit about it. Um, par 72, 74, 74, it's a Nicholas design. Um, as I said earlier, 2006 and 2015 NCAA cha- championships were held here. Um, Bryson won in 2015. Uh, but other than that, there's been no PGA tour events, but, um, just some of the course care characteristics, there's smaller greens that have like tricky contours and they're going to be pretty fast. The greens this week, um, there's not a lot of course history. Um, so good luck making some picks this week, but, um, you could probably correlate it with, between a bunch of other Nicholas courses. Um, Murfield village is a, a good one to correlate with. Um, key stats, I would go stroke scan approach, um, and stroke scan around the green. Those are good ones when you don't know much about the course. And apparently there's a lot of bunkers. So sand saves gain is going to be important. And then just this week, WGC, no cut 72 man field. The bunkers are so tough here. I was, I was reading something today that like it, that the greens, obviously like they're, they're very similar to like Riviera. Um, and also like there's characteristics from Muirfield village and there's characteristics from, uh, Royal Melbourne. And like, it's just like a Royal wacky Melbourne? course that, that, that they just modeled after all these, like pretty much like all, all these nice courses, like very difficult courses. Mm. Um, and yeah, I saw like a view from like, I think like the 10th hole, like the bunker shot. And it's like, how do you even get that up, up and down? And then one last thing for the course preview, I think what, what, what kind of grass is the, is the greens? It's like, um, Bermuda? it's Bermuda, but Bermuda, yeah, they're plays back to Bermuda. like, plays like POA and like bent grass apparently because, um, they roll the greens like twice a day. Yeah. They, they're oh making gosh. it, they're making it very fat. Like the greens are going to be lightning this week. I believe. Yeah. Give I would some be carnage. Surprised. This is going to be like single digits winner. I think. Let's go. I love that. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I don't know why I always love watching a new course. Like you, like, Something like that, like something I haven't seen before, and like I mean, Seminole, I mean, there was yeah, that. like said, like Seminole was really cool to see, and like even like like every every US Open course, like you haven't seen this before, but like this is like it's new, it'll be fun to watch. So, I mean, it makes it harder for us to make picks, but uh, it is yeah. fun to watch. Um, so before we get into the next segment, um, beating the bookie, it's got a couple of yep. picks for you guys, yeah, um, like you did last week, um, and we'll see you on the other side of that. Aloha, guys. It's your boy, Beating the Bookie. Happy to be back once again on the Pin High Podcast. Last weekend, we came up frustratingly short as Dustin Johnson faded down the stretch and Max Homa overtook Tony Fanau in the playoff. This weekend, hopefully we have some better luck as we head to Florida for the Workday Championships. I have four free plays for you guys, so let's get started. My first free play is an outright winner. I like John Rahm to win this tournament at 10-1. to 1. He is a second betting favorite behind Dustin Johnson, and I think John has what it takes to win this week. He had the best final round at the Genesis, and I think he's finally getting into a new groove with his clubs. My second free play is a top 10 finish for Tony Finau at plus 175. We all know that Tony choked in the playoffs last week. He should have won. Tony has been very consistent this season, and he seems to finish in the top 10 as he puts together at least one or two lights-out round per tournament. And with this being a no-cut event, I really like Tony Finau to finish top 10 at plus 175. 
My next free play is Webb Simpson plus 250 to finish in the top 10. Webb is one of the most consistent golfers on tour, and he can win any event that he goes to. He's one of the rare golfers that can play well on any surface. So I like Webb Simpson at plus 250, and he's also well-rested. My fourth and final free play is a matchup. I like Patrick Reed plus 120 to beat Rory McIlroy. Patrick Reed already has a win under his belt this season, and he's been playing very consistent. And he loves to rub his success in people's faces. Rory, on the other hand, I think he's distracted. He has not been playing well for a while in the United States, and he seems to blow up every tournament, at least for one round. I think that'll be all it takes this tournament, and I think Patrick Reed pulls in front of him early and never looks back. So I like Patrick Reed plus 120 to beat Rory McIlroy. Those are my four free plays for this weekend. I wish you guys luck, and we'll talk next week. All right, so we don't actually know his picks right now. So hopefully, like last week, he, he picked Dustin Johnson. I realized right after we were just like, nah, I don't think Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but like, I mean, well, we, we turned happened. out to be right. I mean, Dustin Johnson was definitely in it on uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Like, so uh, that could have been. And John Rom surged too. So imagine if he got the Dustin Johnson, John Rom uh, first, second, yeah. exacto. That would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. That was like uh, seventy to one. Uh, but yeah, let's let's let Trevor go first this week. He picked Max Homa last last I did. week. I think I'm. I, like I'm I might winners. have the most winners on here. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> definitely do. You pick a lot of winners in DraftKings. Which Daniel yeah, Berger. it's, it's all of, it, it's it's all it's all DraftKings, and it's not the, the actual best had, bets you, or bet winners. You had Daniel points. Berger at the tr- Charles Schwab, which was the most random, like like yeah. Like yeah. I don't know how you got But that. then the week after the week after that I had Webb Simpson at the yeah. um at the Harbor Town. Yeah. So the, the, that was one, the two weeks coming off of the break, yeah, we just picked the most like three winners weeks. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think before that, like I think I think I picked Sung J M first first win at the Honda last year. So uh yeah. All right, so I'll go I'll go with Cameron Smith to start A seven hundred. Played really well last week, finished fourth, and he's thirty first stroke skiing around the green. 37th in strokes gained total. He's played he's played well in fields that are like that are pretty strong. Like the Masters last week, he played pretty well. Came on strong on Sunday, so I like I like him an undervalued uh, guy. Even even Ace Hunter, I like I like his salary. Yeah, sick mullet too right now. Yeah, very I nice know. mullet. The, ten, the Tennessee Tennessee mullet, whatever it, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll go second, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going with Tyrrell Haddon. I feel like my main thing for this is Tyrrell Haddon just like plays so well in like these types of tournaments that where like the course is going to be like pretty hard. Um, there's like a lot, of, there's, there's no OB there's, there's, there's like a lot of water. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's also just been playing unreal on the European tour. Um, and this co- course plays like similar, like I was saying to some of the courses that he's played very well, well at in the past. So I like him at 9,600. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with, uh, Will Zao Torres at 8,000. Um, I mean, he's been, this is his first WGC, but he's made nine out of 10 cuts on tour to start 2021. Um, and that has four top tens. Uh, when you're playing at a course like this, where there's some smaller greens and they're tricky greens and there's bunkers and stuff that you don't want to be in. I feel like stroke scan approach is a, like the most important stat by far. And just like ball striking in general, um, which Will Zao Torres is ninth in stroke scan approach. And um, he's super consistent. He has three top twenties in his last four, so um, he's he's making a move, and he's like been pretty consistent this year. 
Um, and and my, for my low pick, I'm gonna go with Ryan Palmer at 7,200. Um, he's made his last eight cuts, which whatever. Every time I pick somebody who's on a cut streak, they like get cut. But um, it's like the curse, the our curse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he's By the way, pretty Ricky good. Fowler, like one, like yeah, made he, he made the cut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good for him. Um, yeah, Ryan Palmer, pretty good form. T T second at the Farmers, um, and he has pretty good approach this year, 38th. So I'm just kind of taking a flyer there. Ryan Palmer, 7,200. Okay. Um, yeah, and then so Milo one's like very low but it's actually like a pretty good pick in my opinion um lucas herbert he's 6200 which is like so so low i think the lowest you can get is six thousand. um but yeah you have to kind of find some value in weeks like this because so many guys are like such high so high priced um but he's he's played well in europe he has he has solo 22nd solo 25th finish in those last uh, in his last, last two out of his last three events and the last time he played in the U.S., he was 31st at the U.S. Open. You know, the U.S. Open, obviously, also a difficult course. Like, so uh, I feel like a lot of these European guys are just really good at managing courses. Like him, th- these two guys that I picked, Tommy Fleetwood. I-, I bet Tommy Fleetwood will do well this week. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's 6,200 is worth a flyer. And also, there's Lucas, no missed cut. So. Lucas Herbert. Yeah, our guys, are, our, our guys are guaranteed to make the cut, by the way. That's yeah. true. So you know. Six, Lucas six Her- cuts this week. Yeah. Lucas Herbert would be great for guess who later, but uh, he would be. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's the type of guy we're looking for. But we'll get into yeah. that later. So my my last pick, Sergio Garcia, seventy five hundred. Quick, quick couple stats on him: he's fourth in strokes gained total at Nicholas Courses his last twenty four rounds. The guys I've picked this week in my best bets, you'll find out, are have a lot have a lot of like success at Nicholas Courses to like the Memorial, other places like that. And he's third in strokes gain off the tee, so he gets if he gets himself in position, he'll have some good iron shots in. Hopefully, hits the green, and yeah, that's pretty much it from him. But uh, let's go on to our best bets. Yeah, so Jeek won four skins last week, which is just you know of course. because it's Joaquin Neiman. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joaquin Neiman finishing T forty three. Yeah, so there's only one skin on on the line this week, so the cutoff's gonna be minus one fifty. But every time that a skin carries over, now we're gonna make the, you like you have to go with a lower or odds type of type of bet. Like next week, if the skin carries over, it'll be like minus one ten or like plus one ten, and then it'll just eventually yeah. keep going. Yeah, we'll figure uh, that out. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll start this one. Um, my winner, Tyrrell Haddon, Same reasons I said before. He's plus twenty two fifty, which is like twenty two and a half to one. I think that's like pretty good odds. Um, you know, I don't love taking like what's what's DJ this week? Do you know? Five fifty, I think again. Yeah, it's just like that's ridiculous. Five twenty five twenty five. Yeah. Uh, so I like Tyrrell Haddon. I mean, I I really like Trev's pick. He'll get into that uh, later. But and then my best bet is also I'm just riding the Tyrrell Haddon train. He's t- the t- Tyrrell Haddon top twenty. Mm-hmm. Minus one time. You're on the train this week. That's that's dangerous. Very dangerous. dangerous. Very dangerous. It's worked out Living for us in the past, though, I feel like, recently. Uh, some Sometimes. Yeah. Don't think it worked for Pat last week. What'd you have? Ortiz and yeah. Ortiz and not work out. Yeah. Ortiz. I'll said Neiman both. Or, or, yeah. I'll said Neiman both. So it did not work out for me as well. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead, Trev. All right. So I'll Pat go. My winner. Patrick Cantlay at plus 1,400, sixth in strokes gain around the green, fourth in strokes gain total. He's due for a win. He's been an absolute tear 
Uh, his last events, he won the Zozo all the way back in October. But since then, even since the new year, he's gone. He's won T13, second in the American Express, third at Pebble, and 15th at the Genesis. And he was he was in the hunt for a little bit on on the on the weekend. Sorry, off with a 67 on uh, on Thursday. So he's definitely played well as of late, and he's obviously one of the best players in the world. And he's top. He's top in the world, top in the field in strokes gained total last 24 rounds in Nicholas courses. Uh, I think it's like plus 50 something strokes gained strokes gain total or something like that. Or the last yeah, 24 a, rounds. It's ridiculous. There's so a lot I, of key stats here that, that he's like at the top at. Yeah. He's my DraftKings lineup this week. Yeah. yeah I, I thought about picking right him too. too. He's 10,000 so, DraftKings. I like guess it's, it's very good on like, value. yeah, compared, compared to DJ it was like 11, 11,400. I wanted Rom originally, but I was like, Cantley's 1100 less. And like, and he's, yeah, that's, and it that's might be, might be just, as, might be just as good. Might do probably, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it even better. I wouldn't then, be surprised either. Speaking of John Rom, best bet, John Rom, top 10 at even 14th strokes gain approach. So obviously he's, obviously he's a great iron player. Fifth in strokes gain total at Nicholas courses. Again, he's he might even be on a better, crazier tear than uh, Cantlay since New Year's gone T seven, T seven, T thirteen, T five. Yeah, like he just doesn't. <laughs> he just doesn't like these two guys. Just don't play bad at a good field and courses that they've played well on or similar style played well on. I think that's is pretty good bet. Yeah, and we like we didn't really hear a ton from Rom like last week until Dude, like the final round he just like surged up in what did you say t7 or whatever t5 so, t5 yeah, yeah so i mean five under i think on sunday yeah, six, yeah. 66 sunday so yeah um uh, so first round leader i also like rom i think you said he was plus 1600 i think you'd easily That's win this week i think he's a perfect pick yeah. um so for my winner i'm gonna go justin thomas at plus 1850 now jt was an eight over last week did not have a good week um, I'm viewed as an anomaly. Like, when have you seen JT shoot eight over um, in a tournament? And uh, he lost his grandfather last Sunday, which I guess probably had played an impact on that. Um, JT's really good at Jack Nicholas courses. Um, I read somewhere that he's like almost eight, like strokes gained or plus eight strokes gained on these Nicholas courses. Um, and he's one of the best ball strikers in the world, so he should get back on track. Um, eight out and eight out of his 13 wins have come at these no cut events, so he's a specialist in these no cut events, which is an interesting stat and also good value. Went eight over last week, so you you get pretty good odds on him this week, even though he's the number three player in the world. Yeah, and then for my best bet, um, I'm gonna go with Tony Finau top 20, it's right on the mi- minus 150 cutoff line. Um, I probably should take a top 10 because that's pretty much where Tony's lived the last couple of weeks. Um, and he was also eighth at Murfield Village last year, which is like a similar course dev- design. Um, this just feels like a lock in in the field like this. Like Tony Fina on the top 20, like he he lives there. Yep. And then we, I said the first round leader thing. Um, like that, I feel like, do you, like are you Rom. guys comfortable with going Rom? Ro- I like Rom. Yeah, like Rom's good. All right. Yep. Rom plus 1600. And then we got our bonus uh, Puerto Rico open picks. We're basically picking who we think is going to you know, ruin their career and not win another tournament in the U.S. 
because Victor Hoffman. Yes, the U.S. Good. It's a big deal now. Yeah. I love, uh-huh. I love how so, I love how I saw it on Twitter today, and now I'm like all back in on it. Like this is like a thing, still a thing, still a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Puerto Rico, curse. We're all the way back in on it. But if they're, yeah. but if they're, but if they're in Europe or Mexico, like they can still, they, they can, can win a tournament. Tony, watch, Tony Fino is going to win the WGC Mexico next year, like in in Mexico, yeah. and, and that's yeah. going to be the rest of his Probably. only win the rest of his career. Um, yeah. I mean, so the field this week, uh, the Puerto Rico Open. I think Thomas Peters comes in as a favorite at plus fourteen hundred. So he's a, he's really? low key, he's low key a guy who could win this tournament because like he mostly plays in Europe. So I mean, ah, like, yeah, he'll win he, this he tournament. Could, and then he go could back win and still have a good career. Um, you got yeah. Emiliano Grillo, uh, Ian Poulter, Matt Wallace. Uh, Those you know, two, Patrick Ian Poulter, Matt Wallace. Move. Yeah, they yeah. can uh, like. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick a I'm picking a U.S. guy though, so I want I don't want to yeah. see him win. Yeah, I'm going Patrick ahead. Rogers. There's no reason I just know he has no PJ Tour wins, so I'm just gonna go. This is his first and last player. one. Mm-hmm. First and last one. I'm going with Will Gordon. I actually think plus 5500, pretty good odds on him. Like, yeah, that's, honestly, well that's really good odds. The Puerto Rico Open. It just seems like a guy who might win. Yeah, I agree with that. I like that pick. Uh, so I yeah, think yeah. that actually could happen. Your career is over if you win this week. So. Yeah. Good luck, yeah. Will. I mean, Will Gordon <laughs> came out of nowhere to make it even this far. So, I mean, I guess if he That's wins, true. good for him. Um, I'm going with Jonathan Vegas at plus 4,500. This tournament just speaks like like a tournament like he would do well in. I don't know why. He always plays in these like off-week tournaments, and I feel like he plays well in most of them. Um, and I, he's also another guy I could see like just not getting another win after yep. the Puerto Rico Open. So, exactly. I, he's another guy that I could easily see. I'm very. I'm honestly hyped to see who wins this week. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> watch it be someone yeah. we actually really like, and her like watch it be like Kira Dechi, Af- Afi Bonrat, or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or my guy. Uh, there's just there's so many Christopher Ventura, like our guy. Yeah. Oh, he'll yeah, be. Feel, feel bad for him. I like him. Imagine this could be the the Oklahoma State uh, tournament. Victor Hovland, yeah. uh, Christopher Ventura. Yeah. Imagine um, imagine if Zalatoris played this week in the Puerto oh, Rico Open, God. just wiped the floor, and then we'd be like, "Well, we can't win another tour for the rest of his <laughs> <Yeah>. career." <laughs> that would yeah. suck. Yeah. Uh, so let's get in the clubhouse. Before we introduce a new segment, um, since we didn't have a who's hot, who's not this week, like we couldn't jinx anyone. Um, or reverse jinx anyone we said was cold. Cameron Champ's in the field this week, so that'll be our. That's basically our who's not out of the week. Um, so basically, he's going to win. Dating back, he's going to win. Uh, so honestly, look out for Cameron Champ. Yeah. like <laughs> sixty four hundred this week in DraftKings. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. If, if he's you also, think he's listed, he's listed as out. Like he's obviously, not, he's though. not out. He's, he's in the field. In. So I just feel like no one's going to pick him in their DraftKings lineups, and you might just like sneak that's him in the in public. the bottom, and, and yeah, and just hope he plays like pretty well. I mean, if you believe in the reverse jinx, I mean, look, Ricky Fowler, what, what did he come this week? He was, I, I was like one under at, on, at one point on Sunday. So like, yeah, must've been mm-hmm. up there. I mean, Cameron Champ cutting his last two. Uh, are we, are we, are we picking someone to make the cut this week last too? Three. Cause Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth's not on the field. Yeah. Wait, um, there, wait, anybody makes the cut this week. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's pick someone. Let's pick someone. Let's make pick someone. Let's pick someone. Yes, yes. He'll make the cut. I think he'll make the cut. You're right. You will make the cut. Oh, that basically continues the who's hot and who's not streak. If you like, he missed two cuts in a row. He's gonna make. He's definitely gonna make the cut this week. Or hear me out. We could do Cameron Champ over under par for the week. Oh, I think it's gonna be over. I feel like this tournament is like even if he does play like 
say like t- what t20 or t something like t20 might be one over you don't, you don't know I think it's over. i'm gonna I go with be... under i like the reverse jinx okay <laughs> i like the first honestly i like that too i'm gonna go under as well i could definitely yeah. see him being like four over though so <laughs> so jeek how about you introduce this next uh segment we got to cap off the episodes it's, it's a fun yeah. one so uh, I, I came up with a ton of segments this week, but this week we're, we're going to go with guess who is what, what we're going to call this segment. And pretty much one of us is going to pick a golfer who's in the field this week. Uh, say I'm picking a golfer this week. The two of you get to ask me 10 questions um, about said golfer and I'll say yes or no. Um, uh, like yes, no questions. And then uh, you got to guess the golfer. You get 10 questions. One of your, one of your questions could be like, is the golfer Jordan Spieth? And and so forth. And at the end of the 10 questions, we have to guess, right? At the end yeah, of the 10 you have to guess. You get one guess at the end. Okay. Yeah. So I've picked a golfer. Um, so well, one of your he, questions can be, can be a, who, like, is it this yeah. person? Like, you can yes. go out yeah. there. Not your guy. Wait, yeah. so, so, okay. Is he American? No, I, I, yes, I picked a golfer. Good start. Yeah. He is, not, he is not American. He's not American. Not American. Okay. <laughs> um, can I guess who it is? Can I just try I mean, to snipe you, it right now? You, you could try. Oh, yeah, that's a, that would be question two. No. So uh, that, to, actually, that was a good guess. That was, that was a good guess. That's two. That okay. guess. Um, that's two questions. Uh, is he from good. Europe? Uh, yes. That was a bad question. Of course, he's from Europe. He's not from. All right, I guess not. He could be from. Like, he, he could be from South Africa. Okay, wait, 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 wait. South is he Team Taylor Made? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, now you're gonna make me look at. Uh, I don't think so. Now. Okay. So it's so it's not Tony Fleetwood. So that's four questions. Yes. So he's from Europe. Okay. Hmm. This is tough. I'm kind of running out of questions. It is tough. Um. Is he short? <laughs> what do you define as short? Just gonna just gotta look up his height now. No, I, I got the height, but like, what's sh- uh, he's not short, but like, what um, would you define as short? Like five nine and under? Sure. No, he's not. Who's okay. tall? Bitch. I don't even know how tall Shane Lowry is. Five nine, five nine under. He could be five ten. That's still good. That's still good. Has he won in the past three months? <laughs> now I gotta search that up too. I was not prepared for this. Has he won in the last three months? I don't think so, but now I have to look at the European tour. <laughs> That's okay, a hint. So he, just, tour. he just gave it away. The European the tour. tour. Well, he doesn't. A lot of people play on the European tour. Yeah, true. True. Um, but he's in this. In the last, so the last like six, the last six months, or how many months did you say? Three months. Um. Let's go. Or, no. He has not. Is he Spanish? No. Okay. Is he? Wait, 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 wait. We have, we have, we have two, we have two, we have two more two questions. questions left, Pat. We have to. I have a good. Um... Worry. What, what? What? You can, you can say it to me, then we'll decide. <laughs> is, he, is he Scottish? Well, who, who's I'm Scottish in the field? I think Robert McIntyre is Scottish. Scottish. Who's who's Scottish in the field? Robert McIntyre. Robert McIntyre. That narrows down to one person. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, you know, go with that. Is he Scottish? No, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Is he part of the UK? Like that's wait. that's Scottish. Hold too. up, hold up. 
No, Scot Scotland is part of the UK. Yes, yes, uh, is the UK. He from the yes. UK. Is he from the UK? What what is the UK? England, Scot Scotland, Scotland, Ireland, England, England, and Northern is Northern Ireland part of the Northern Ireland. Yeah, count it. Just count it for this. He, even yes, if not. yes, he is part of the UK. We have one, one more, more question. Yeah, one more question. I think he was about to say yes for the Scottish question, but I can't tell. No, I don't think he was. Um, I think he's about to say no. Um, see, is, 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 is he? All right, wait, wait. So we haven't there done that. Is he? Who's in the? I don't know who these national. I have ones, one. But, I have one in, in mind right now. I would say we just gotta narrow it down to like who we can we can narrow a question. We say like if he's he's from this country and if it's not, then it's one of the other two countries. Okay, so is he from England? Yeah. No. Okay, so it's either. So now you have to now you, you each get a guess. So it's Robert. It's Robert. Mac, it's either Robin McIntyre. Um. Or Matt. Or it could be Matthew Patrick. Or Adam Scott. Well, no, it's not from. No, Adam Scott. It's not from. It's not from England. Matt Fitzpatrick's from oh. England. Or Rory, or Rory. If he chose chose Rory, I just don't believe he chose Rory. <laughs> uh, what if I, what if I tried go. to make it? What if I tried to make it easy for you the first time and you, you, didn't, you didn't get it? <laughs> All right, Pat, you guess. Know. Just guess him. Just guess. Just guess McIntyre. I'm guessing McIntyre. No. <laughs> uh, All right, that's you know this segment's gone on too long. That was it. Shane Lowry, you literally dropped his name in the middle of the thing and you didn't he's, say it. Is he not short? <laughs> he's 6'1. Is he actually 6'1? No. Yeah, okay. he's just he's 6'1, wow. like 230. Two he's I like think of him as like a 5'8 chubby guy. No, nah, I thought I, mean, I thought you I thought one of your questions was gonna be like, is he a major champion? And that would have been yes, and then you would have gotten it. But, there, but there's so many not major champions in that in this. But this is such a big field that there's a lot of Major champions. Yeah, I, I thought that was gonna be. The, I thought that was gonna be one of your the European first. tour. If they play in the European tour, I thought that was gonna be one of your one of your like your first questions was like. So here's what happened. In my head. So you narrowed it here's down. What, here's what happened. I saw Shane Lowry and I said and I thought he was short. So I go, is he short? Is he under? Is he five nine or under? And I was gonna guess Shane Lowry if that was the case. So. Well, you, you had to look up his height. You didn't. So you looked up his height. Get it? Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. I, I thought you were gonna. I, I was. I was between uh, Shane Lowry and Gary Woodland. I was just gonna go pick a major champion for the first time, and I thought okay. maybe you would. You would uh, get it. That. But we'll get better at this. You didn't. So. We, we will. We'll know the right questions. There's, there's strategies. Uh, in yeah, this, we got another. I think it's a good challenge. Um, we'll have guess who, and then we'll have uh, guess where, which is like you know, guess Ooh, like yeah, a PGA Tour venue. Oh, different time. Yeah, sure. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, see you guys next week. Hopefully, uh, we uh, predicted who his career is going to end this week. <laughs> uh, sorry for yeah. them in advance. Should be yeah. Sorry, sorry in advance. Uh, we'll see you next week.